Okay. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna keep playing with y'all. Not like I was before though. <laughs> uh. Back seat. How I like to ride. Two freaks. Trapping inside. Just left the club. Now she wanna slide. Nigga keep calling, so she try hide. Big chain. Got her eyes wide. Big. Dope, nigga, no lie. Presidential, monumental. She only fuck with you when the rent due. I'm trying bag one when I spin through. On the grind, getting money's not an issue. You know it's the bomb just by the scent. Nigga saying he a pimp, but he doing shit that tricks do. Lot of bullshit I've been through. It made me a boss and my whole team official. We just sticking to the script. Nigga saying nigga down, but I promise they don't do it like this. About to take another trip. So what does Subway fall on like the uh, well, on the scale of honest, like I haven't eaten. It's, it's I ash, haven't bro. eaten. Maybe I'm fucked with Subway. Heavy. No, I, I, yeah, I like Subway. How? Because it's I, I grew up eating. Subway. They don't put no meat in there. Their bread is trash, and the it's bread, it's not quality material. It's not quality ingredients. I mean, it's, it's Jimmy not. John. It's not. But it's not. My thing yeah. is, I can't. I, like, okay, if I if I if you tell me like where I want to get my best sub. Like, I might say La Spada's. Oh, you know the spots, oh, though, Julian. Julian Spada's is no, La Spada's. Oh. Sub spot. Bro, their, yeah, me, their meatball sub? Oh, my God. I never had that. No, nah, their meatball sub is gas. Wait, where is well, I've had a meatball sub. A lot of niggas don't know about La Spada's. I've never had La Spada's meatball sub. But they're, they're, they have, like, a monster. It's, like, ham, turkey, roast beef. It's, like, mad. It's, but it's, it's like, it's, it's deli vibe. It's That's like, what it is. It's, yeah, it's, 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 it's deli. Yeah, it's, like, a, like an old school, like, deli. Yeah. No, it's legit. Y'all ever have Famous Phil's? No. No. What's that? It's this place going, uh, it's like this, going down Broward. It's like this little small spot. Yeah, shit's fire. It's but not, I mean. It sounds familiar. If I ever, like, I just got put on to like tuna subs. So like I've been eating tuna subs just for, for a little minute. minute. For me. I mean, uh, I What's that really... spot called? Adam and, Adam and Joe's? Adam, Adam's Eatery. Adam's Eatery. Yeah, we used to fuck with that shit heavy. What? It? what? It's yeah. Friday? Friday? Yeah, <laughs> shout out to them though. Shout out to them. Catering. Charlie's is pretty Charlie's, but Charlie. it's not like a sub. That's more like yeah, that's true. That's, like, that, yeah, that's um, not a sub. Yeah, it's like sandwiches. Yeah. So subway. Um, Jersey Mike's is a spot, but I've Jersey only Mike's. had that like twice or three times, so I can't really. Jersey like Mike's I've had good. Subway my whole life, and then I've also had the spotters a handful a handful of times, and then Jimmy John's. You know, I, I like Jimmy John's. Yeah, Jimmy John's. Jimmy. I like Jimmy, Jimmy John's bread. Be tough though. I ain't gonna front. It nah, like, but it's good. It's good tough though. <laughs> no, I, I like it. Like it's 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 quality bread. Like you gotta go to New York, bro. Hey, when we go to New York, y'all like pastrami? Yeah. No, we been through. Bro, this I need a fucking <laughs> I need like a Reuben from hey, New York. Get get a pastrami get a pastrami yeah. hero from one of the bodegas, bro, like, preferably damn, bro, in Brooklyn. I kind of made my mouth water a little bit just thinking about that. Shit. Hey man, bro, that shit juicy as fuck. Shout out to the La spot. I don't even know the street, so I can't shout it out, but. No, they go that Shout new, out to that. Yo, that New York Julian coming out. Hey. Yo, I need some New York pizza. That's what I want to try. I got my pinky ring. Oh. You, oh, you got it? By the way, yeah. Yo, I swear to God, when Daniela came out talking about, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. He wears a what? A pinky ring? Yeah, I, that shit threw me. I was like, I had one of those moments, I'm like, who so you put, is this nigga? Do you put it on in like special occasions? Or is I don't just know. Like My girl got it for me, so she was just oh, like, that's wear, some it. Bullshit. wear it, wear it. So I'm like, I'll 
right. That's a nice picture you took. You showed took it. Right. I didn't take it. Oh, yeah. yeah I was about to say, I was like, how did you <laughs> get yeah, like, I would never do that, bro. Yeah, I was like, how did you get never, that angle? I would never I know, right? try this hard for a picture of myself. I would try hard for somebody's picture. Like, if that was somebody, I'd go hard too. You could be like a hand model or something like that. I could be, for sure, but nah. If someone told you to make an OnlyFans by just only posting your hands, right? Mm hmm. And they were paying you that bag. Would you do it? Just only your hands. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Who would it? Yeah. Yeah. It's just your hands. Would you push your feet? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. For that bag, I probably for that would. bag. Yeah. My face isn't in like it, so my, I don't even give a fuck. My, right, but we, my feet aren't even bad. So we need to establish like, the bag, though. Well, what's the bag? I mean, to be honest, if it's making more than I'm doing work, if I ain't got, and yeah, I'm posting I got pictures, work. fam. All right, we going like, off of that's monthly. Bad. Wait, so we going off a of monthly or yearly? Fam, this is. It, no, no like, like, to put it to put job, it in perspective, if you could I mean, replace your job with doing this. Oh yeah, Ooh. yeah. Still got to pay bills. Still got to be yeah. struggling a little bit, but you don't yeah. got to go to work. You just doing this is your work, and then you can find Ooh. money else. Right? Yeah, I'm I'm going into work the next day, putting in my two weeks, and then I'm hit shit, them with I'm, I'm handing out fucking flyers to my OnlyFans account <laughs> when I walk up in there. Yo, um, tell y'all peoples to spread the word. Subscribe, yeah, I ain't gonna lie. Ooh, imagine, imagine how they gonna feel when you drop like the picture with like the barefoot picture coming from outside. Like, imagine like you don't walk outside to like but get the mail, you come after, back in, and then you, you drop the, the picture after and you, you put went on to it? get a after you went to get a pedicure. So your your shit got your shit got gloss, yeah. but it's dirty from the coming inside. Yeah. It's like you know still clean, but you little, know, little messy. yeah, you know what I would do. I would do some like yeah, like you said, like fresh uh, pedicure. And then you remember in the longest yard how they called Nelly slave feet, <laughs> <laughs> or like when he was running, he, he, yeah, he, he was running, he ran right out of his shoes. I think I laughed too hard. Just, <laughs> and he was like, he was like, oh, name for your feet. Nelly's like, oh, Nelly was like, oh, I never had. Uh, he's like, I never had shoes growing up. I'll be all right. <laughs> Wait, trying to get kiki, right? And Chris Rock was like, that boy got slave feet. Oh man, the longest yard. Shout out to that movie. That was a classic. Oh, yeah, that. That movie was sad. But if I was, I think one idea that I would go with is having the little foot spa thing with like a nice neon light setup. Mm. But you got to have your foot in like different HDR, different 4K picture resolution. And then I have the boss pose. So one foot is out and one foot is like tilted. Feel me? Mm. Have you given much thought to this? Not at all. This is like right now. It's But this is how, how, this how is I would raw, capitalize. Unfiltered. This is like... You giving me the opportunity. I'll you gotta work your craft though, so you gotta like sometimes you gotta like do videos of like you like wiggling your toes type shit. No, I mean that's Damn, extra that, for that see, one. See, now that's that's manager James coming out. See, I'll go <laughs> I'll go independent where nobody. James coming like, listen, bro, I'll get, manage, I'll get your feet right. I'm trying to manage his feet, like listen, yo, bro, I'll post to get paid. Wear socks around the house. I always wear socks around the house. That's bro. what I'm talking about. Matter of yeah. fact, don't even walk. Just walk on your hands from now on. God, for, <laughs> God forbid you hit the corner too quick and like yeah. hit your toe yeah. on like a like. You know, you know what? You know what? Work. You know what would be your biggest like thing to worry about? Corner of the bed. Yeah, that, that shit always gets you, bro. When you, you least it. expect it. Yeah, you get a cut or like of corner toe. of the door. You wake up too early. Mm. That cut on your toe can like probably fuck your whole. Like OnlyFans, like, you probably can't even post that. <laughs> you you got you, you on the DL for like what? You say week and a half, no post. Ooh, that's like taking a no no paid time off week vacation. Like you got to call your job. The like, check yo, not coming, bro. I got to come back, y'all boys. That's funny. So I guess that's the OnlyFans part of things. 
Yo, there's this dude on OnlyFans that uh Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Give me a chance. Throw some super context in front of that before we like or continue on with a new subject, but if you No, it's not what you think though. It don't have to be. Cause you already said it. I know you just came and just threw that one on us. You he just, yeah. Through, like, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. He gives out advice and helps people try to benefit off of YouTube and help gives them like the YouTube algorithm and tries to show them so how, how to make money. how much you paying money. for this? <laughs> Don't ask him like that. He make it sound nasty. <laughs> how much you paying for it? <laughs> the only reason I know about it is because this, this kid I work with, that's what he's trying to do. He's trying to pursue YouTube and he tells me about it. Yeah, that's, the only, that's the only reason I know about it. How much you paying for this? I'm not, I'm not paying. You're not, not subscribed? No. How, how much is it? So you're how not even showing love. But you're giving him a shout out on the All Things Sports Podcast, so that's love. <laughs> we even say his name. I we know, right? <laughs> he, hey, he, he, his thought. <laughs> his hey. thoughts and prayers are with us for real. But this is the All Things Sports Podcast. ATS Pod, if you haven't heard, this is your host, Julian, a.k.a. June, Big June. My mm-hmm. co-host, Jay Boogie. You. And Big Game James. You already know. I'm him. Every time I do these intros, I think of like, oh, am I going to go with anything? Nope. Anything special? It's Big Game James. It's <laughs> Jay Boogie. It's my co-host, Justin. It's it's three years running. You know what I'm saying? And um, I'm just glad we're here. Another Thursday, right? Another Thursday. We done been through, we done been through Hurricane Irma. We done been through Coronavirus. As we're going through right now, we've been through. I know there was something else that happened that was. This is a post Donald Trump election podcast, so we 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 were already you know nothing we could do about that one. Yeah, Donald Trump era. Yo, Donald Trump is like the second Ronald Reagan era. What um like what other like big events happened since like the twenty seventeen like? Well, I think we well we yeah we took some time to. To let all of us digest, you know, the Black Lives Matter. Okay, that well, of yeah. course, obviously, just yeah. now this whole situation, especially leading off with George Floyd, it's really honestly the revolution. It's really been that and coronavirus and hurricanes. Oh, <laughs> when they come, hurricanes and oh, and yeah, the hurricane that that hit Houston. Mm. I remember that mm-hmm. was a that was a big one. We were watching, and and Houston Astros were like playing really good. Verlander was balling out. That was in 2017. Verlander the year that they lost. <clears throat> So before they started cheating. Matter of fact, sorry, that was the year that they won. That was the year 20, that they. Oh won yeah, twenty seventeen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was Houston had a weird. It was a weird dynamic because it was like you know, this horrible thing happened to the city, and then that's the year that they finally win you know World Series. But nonetheless, we ended up learning that they cheated from it. We still hope that those people recovering from Houston are you know in good hands right now. But as of current day, correct me if I'm wrong, Thursday the 19th. Oh, no, 20th. 20th. 20, 20. big 20. So it's 2020. <laughs> it's 2020. What's August, that? It's August 20th. And then it's 2020. Yeah. Oh, okay. 2020. Okay. That just happens me. every month. I did the mathematics. Happens once a month. Oh, damn. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking like, yo, I'm thinking, I'm thinking like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I can see him working the math in his head. He's like, it's only twelve months. He's like, what twenty? What? Then, then as I think about it, I'm just like, damn, we do do this all. But you imagine month. being in school. Shout out to those, by the way. Shout out to those who are doing virtual school. Shout out to the parents who got kids and they're doing virtual school and trying to manage it. Because I know that that's 
a rough one right there. But nonetheless, as far <laughs> see, this is where I go to. This is where I go to losing my train of thought because I, I want to do a nice, courteous thought to those in school right now. What made me even think about school? Yo, I mean, it's just the times that we're in. Okay, this is what I was going to say. Time. See, time and date. That's what brought me back. This is what I was going to say. Imagine being in school and writing 2020-20. You know what I mean? Like, the date would be 8-20-20-20. So, it was such a simple thought that got brought into all this because I forgot about it and also wanted to be nice. I feel you on that. So, where are we taking it at, y'all boys? What y'all want to start with? We got a lot. So, I know that Dame Lillard... Mm. And the Lakers are losing, and the Lakers, excuse me, and the Blazers are losing to the Lakers. Current time right now. Can I get a current time check? Because uh, eleven twenty p.m. Okay, I know we wanted to do that. <laughs> one hundred four to seventy-seven. Yeah, it was thirty at one point. Thirty-two. Two minutes and six seconds on the clock. This game is over. When you hear this, uh, yeah, they lost. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. And the Lakers tied it up, and they're. 1-1, going into game three, which would drop Saturday night, 8.30 p.m. It's going to be interesting. And I want to kind of start here because this is – if the Lakers were to lose by 30, you know what I mean? Or And I know this is the eighth seed, one seed, but we just saw them lose, right? And the Clippers just lost to the to the eighth seed as well. So – or excuse me, to the um, seventh seven seed. seed. So what are y'all takeaways from how the Lakers came into game two and handled <laughs> that, you know, bad play that they had in game one and converted into greatness. Because, mind you, LeBron James has no more than 10 points, I believe, at this point. Yeah, it's 10, 7, and 7. Considering the first game, I think he had 23, 16, and 17. I think it's been a lot of defense by committee. They have tried to do their best to make Dame uncomfortable, deny him the ball. They're doing a much better job of offensive rebounding, which is limiting their second-chance points. And, I mean, the big key is Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis is going to be as great as LeBron is, and LeBron will be the engine. Even LeBron has said and understands that Anthony Davis is going to have to be what pillars them offensively and even defensively. I mean, he is a candidate for Defensive Player of the Year. But Anthony Davis just causes so many mismatches with a lot of teams that they're going to face that he has to know when it's green light. And clearly he knew tonight. Uh, I think last time we checked, he had somewhere around the 30-point range. He had finally entered the 30-point range. I don't know the exact numbers, but he definitely picked them apart. He knew when to take his shots. Hassan Whiteside is not guarding that. Nurchich, as great as an offensive player as he is, he's not defensively sound at all. And there's just, like I said, there's just nobody that can guard him. And he finally realized that he has to take advantage of the mismatch. And that's what it comes to because we spoke about that earlier where, I mean, Gabriel, as a rookie, starting his first game in game one, came out and played a pretty good defensive game. Anthony Davis kind of shut himself down, I believe, more than he got shut down. Yeah. He, He played a bad game and didn't shoot well. I know that, but... I also think that it was like mentally he was kind of blocking himself from really opening up and, and attacking. That's where we fast forward to game two, and he comes out and, and puts up this effort because he understands that I'm an MVP caliber player, 
And none of those big guys, I understand that they match up well with us if anybody would because we have three seven-footers. They have three seven-footers. But to be honest, and they have four. Well, Zach Collins is hurt, I believe. So now yeah. three with Gabriel. But to be honest, those three seven-footers on their team are no match for Anthony Davis. No. Nope. So he has to expose that. Um, and, and it shows right here. LeBron doesn't have to be the biggest contributor. He does have to be the engine, right? Mm-hmm. But he doesn't have to be the biggest contributor for them to sit here and be able to dominate a game. And, and that's the good thing that they're seeing because AD is going off, but everybody else is also contributing, right? And they're going to need to keep seeing that, especially as they get deeper into the playoffs. Uh, Portland is not as deep as a team, and as they start to advance and play these other teams, I mean, they could play potentially. I believe they would play Houston in this in the semis if everything goes the way we think. And Houston is different. That's another offensive firepower that they got to deal with. And even in this game, even though they've won officially now one eleven to eighty eight, and Anthony Davis obviously is a big part of that. We, you know, just watching the game, watching the flow of the game, their three-point shooting is still not where it needs to be. Granted, they haven't really been that great of a three-point shooting team throughout the regular season right. and the restart. But that's why you signed Danny Green. That's why you signed Jr. Jr. And you have KCP De- and Dion. Yeah, KCP did shoot lights out tonight. He played way Rondo's, better than he did in game. I mean, one. Rondo's coming back soon too. Yeah, I mean, but that doesn't help anything as far as the perimeter shooting. And I mean, to, it keeps the, it keeps the ball moving around because I feel like that's that's, that's true. something that they uh, suffer with a lot. That's the ball true. is either in LeBron or AD hands. I mean, and even AD AD is not really looking to facilitate. Exactly. So yeah, it's really on LeBron, and when when LeBron's not on the floor, it's Rondo. It's gonna be scary when when the Lakers got to play the Rockets. Very. Wait, why, why y'all think that? Because right now the Rockets are, are playing very good basketball as far as only shooting from the three. Um, nobody's got. No, I'm James sorry. Harden. Nobody's guarding James Harden. I mean, only reason Boyzerick is in there, so I mean that's why I'm not really that. that well, he'll be, there. There. Well, he'll, no, be he'll be there. Yeah, for second round he'll be there. If if they if everything goes according, if Lakers do win this series, Houston assuming they win their series, they're up two zero. But we Westbrook see will James be back. Harden has the ability to go off in a snap, drop forty six points, and. To be honest, he doesn't even need to be dropping 48, 46 for them to win and be at their best. I mean, I think James Harden would have cleaned 36, 37. They can be firing at all cylinders. They have Eric Gordon back. It's just the spacing and then... And even even other players. It's going to be out of seven games. How many of those games can they knock down shots to beat the Lakers? I mean, they have shown it thus far, and that's always been the thing with the Rockets. The thing with the Rockets, especially when they committed to small ball, can they hit shots? Because that's really, and that's why we've given them, you know, that puncher's chance in the past because we they're always, they set the record every year for three-point attempts, three-point makes, so you know what they want to do. And I think since they decided to double down on that, they've actually been shooting better now that they... Now that everybody basically has the green light, I think it's given them the confidence to okay, like I don't, I, you know, it doesn't have to be just James Harden because we've seen some. Don't get me wrong, it's still the James Harden show, mm-hmm. but it doesn't just have to. We we see less of 
James Harden just dribble the ball, right. dribble the and, ball, and dribble the ball. Their ball movement it. is what I think is the biggest difference between past and now. Because now that they're just swinging, 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 and it's green light for everybody, if you're open, they're going to pull it. And right. they have a ton of shooters. But also, Westbrook is one of the best players in the league since January. Like, from when January started till the restart, Westbrook was dominating the league and was definitely a top three player, I'll say. And had I think he was leading the league in points in the paint. So, the fact that he could still penetrate and get his while everybody was still getting theirs. And well, I think the besides started to Giannis, click. but yeah. The Rockets started to click, right? Mm-hmm. It's just like when they're at their best, and they can be when Westbrook comes back, not to say that he'll be at his best, um, but the Rockets have a good chance to be healthy, ready, and the Lakers, like I said, I thought the Lakers were going to sweep the Portland Trailblazers. Mm-hmm. And this is the Lakers that I thought we were going to see versus them in game one. Unfortunately, we didn't. I do think we're going to see this team again in game three. So the Lakers need to go and, and, and meet the Rockets the same way the Rockets are about to try to meet them. So how y'all feel about the the Mavs and Clippers? Hmm. I feel like everybody don't want to address the elephant in the room. No. The, 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 I mean. Uh, the Mavs can probably beat them. No. Nope. I mean. I don't think they can beat them in seven games. Only, only reason why I find it interesting is because. They tied it up. It is it, it'll be different if they would have got like the little fluke win. But and they're also like not that. going back home, right? They're not going to go and see their crowd. Now it doesn't get tougher. It's like, all right, it's just 1-1, and there's another game in the bubble. Like, that's it. So with that, I know that it still gives the chance for anybody to win, but it also gives a chance for the better team to come out and win. And, like, to see to – see Playoff Paul <laughs> have such a bad game. What do they call him? I mean? George Paul? Pandemic Paul? <laughs> Pandemic Paul, jeez. George Paul. Yo, he's so predictable. I mean, yo. Don't even give me fucking have a started, bad game bro. and you guys, you know, they didn't, it's not like they're getting blown out and it was a close game. Kawhi definitely had to get, what, he had like 35, 36 points or something. So, good question. I, hold on, hold on. I don't think that when Paul George is at his best or everybody from that team is firing, they can they're gonna lose to a team like the Mavericks. Is Luca the best player on the floor? No. Kawhi. No, Kawhi is. No, you're not gonna do that. You're not gonna do that. All right. Make your argument. Huh? Is he? What? No, I mean no no no. no. Oh <laughs> no, no. As far as like is he the best player on the floor? Um I see flashes of it. I wouldn't I wouldn't be mad if someone said yeah. If you kind of line him up next to kind of uh, like, that's the, that's the, but it, it goes that's back to answer. it goes back to being a victim of the moment because with Kawhi, and it's not like Kawhi has has played bad. He's played good in both games, but I'm sorry if you're trying to sit here and just say Luke is better than Kawhi. Like, no, 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 I'm not. Whoever is, oh, who whoever is, no, we're bullshitting at that point. Okay, all that's right, fair. all right. I mean, Luca is a stud, bro. Luca is a superstar. Luca can shoot the ball. He can finish at the rim. He can make his teammates better. He can pass. He sees at all levels. But he does not play the type of deep. Because, wait, Kawhi can shoot the ball. Kawhi can get his teammates involved and make them better. Kawhi is clutch. Who, who passed better? Luca does. But yeah, because Kawhi didn't pass. Or, or who shoots better? I'll, I'll take Kawhi's Kawhi shot over Luca any day. Y'all would? Yeah. Because Kawhi is way more efficient. And whose post-game is better? And who's more physical? And who's stronger defensively? And who's better defensively? 
I get that defensively. Yeah, he scores. He scores better than Kawhi. I think that. I think he passes better than. You think Kawhi. he scores better than Kawhi? Yeah. I mean, I think he does. I'm more technique with it. I, Kawhi shit is like more old school with it. But it's efficient, Lucas. and you want efficiency. Yeah, that's the yeah, thing. right. Lucas efficient, no. I don't, I I wouldn't be able to just say yes, but I can I can see if he yeah. is. Like it's, it's not like it's crazy to say, but I mean a lot of his stuff I'm is high volume, but I can't say. I'm not saying he's not efficient. I'm just saying Kawhi is more efficient because Kawhi is to the point where he knows where to pick his spots. He knows his spots. He knows how to get to his spots, and it, it's hard to stop him from getting to that Kawhi point. Kawhi draws those fouls. Yeah, he just knows how to work the floor. But with this series overall, see, this was the series. This is why I said that this is the one I was looking forward to before the playoffs started because you have a very interesting dynamic. You have a very well-coached team in the Mavericks, and you also have a very well-coached team in the Clippers. But this is the first time seeing KP playoffs. It's the first time seeing Luka playoffs. Well, first time seeing Luka playoffs looked like he's been here before. I mean, well, you got to think. I mean, he won. Points. And he's 21, bro. He won a the league MVP and Euro at 19 playing with grown men. So, I think he's been built for this. So, and, it, and it's showing. I mean, he, 42. I think it was the most ever in a playoff debut. Yep. So. So, where does series go? We all got how long? Clippers in six. I'll, yeah, I'll, I will say Clippers in six. Would y'all be surprised if Mavs? It would be an upset? Yes. 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 Even though this is, like, the most interesting, like... Yes. It's the first round. But this is, like, an interesting... Like, this could be a second round type. No. Only reason why I say it could be that? No, it can't. Because look at... you. Look... Okay, we're forgetting that, like, the, the NBA restart kind of brainwashed everybody. And it's like... The Clippers are one of the best teams in the league, hands down. Top three, top four. The Mavericks are not a top ten team in the league. And they didn't play like it the whole year. And not to say that they played bad all year or anything like that, but they didn't play top ten level all year. Now, to take the Clippers because of the restart and what we're seeing with this recency, like the Lakers, like your team, the Bucks, not like the Heat because we've just been playing good all year. Right, Surprising, whatever. Bro. whatever bro. <laughs> I don't think that we can take for granted how good the Clippers and deep the Clippers are, and the veteran presences they have. Presence they have. Like, do you get what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. I get you. It just can't happen. I mean, <laughs> let's be honest. There's a reason why the Mavericks are the seventh seed. Exactly. There's a reason why they had to fight so hard to get it. And throughout the whole season, they've been a first-half team, and they haven't been able to really close right. out games in the second half, and especially within the last five minutes of the fourth quarter. And when it when it's I think when it's within like ten points, they usually lose those games. Right. So they haven't been able to have enough to finish the finish games. So that's the reason why they're seventh. Now, granted, a lot of, a lot of players and a lot of teams are looking good in this restart. And a lot of people I've heard are looking at it as kind of, you know, it's a different season. It's, you know, it's, it's another season. And you could look at it like that. I mean, three months off, you can see who's been putting in work and who hasn't. So it makes it for a very interesting dynamic. Also, the dynamic of 
like Julian said, no, there's no, okay, now we're going back to, you know, we're going back to Dallas off, off of a win. Right. You don't have that. You have that, all right, we're just, it's just us and them. And I think the best, the best team always wins a seven-game series, but I think, especially in this environment, the better teams will find that that anchor and that fortitude to come out with wins. And don't get me wrong, the future for Luca and KP and this Dallas team are bright. But like he said, let's not forget, the Clippers have been a top three team in the league this whole season, and we know why. They're probably the deepest. Why te- they're probably the deepest team. In the league, and you know you're gonna get playoff <laughs> PG, and Kawhi's been doing this. So you said pandemic, 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 Paul. pandemic Paul. Paul. I mean, yo, hold up before we leave. Corona Kawhi. Y'all want to get into the uh, Paul Pierce and LeBron beef? No, 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 no. Okay, hold on, hold on, no, no, no. Hot, hot, Mike. Go ahead. No, all right, all right, check it. So I just want everybody like, how do you think this is gonna play out like in the future when LeBron retire? Like, if they pass each other in the hallway. They pass each other now. They pass each other now. They don't say don't anything to each other? each other? No. Oh, see, I, did, I never was like. They don't acknowledge each other. Damn. Paul Pierce is not valid. Anything he says is not valid. Yeah. See, this is why we was mentioning him, him when we was talking about Kendrick Perkins. I feel like Kendrick They're Perkins hot. will say something crazy, but like. But he backs he'll, it up. He'll back it up with his, his true beliefs. Like, I truly <laughs> believe this. Paul Pierce was, and he makes points. And yeah, look around like Paul Pierce, like right? That. Yeah, he do because he'd be like, oh, and 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 then he starts saying something. Look around like, yeah, yeah, right, bro. Put no, it this way: we're not talking about one and be fake. No, I'm, I'm gonna end it on this. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna end it on two points real quick. We need to get a thing and be fake. I know, right? One, he said LeBron is not a top five player all time. You're crazy. You can say he's not better than Jordan, which I agree. You could say. A lot of things, but to say he's not a top five player all time, LeBron. That nigga had Chauncey Billups up there. Wild. (laughs) I no disrespect to Chauncey. And then he got the the ESPN homie on there. (laughs) Like I said, Chauncey, but he had to be sitting next to him when he said that. And then two, and the most important reason, he really had the audacity to try to say he had a better career than Dwayne Wade. That's what and that's why he got like, clowned on live TV by Jalen in the cast. So yeah, Paul Pierce is not valid. People hate Paul Pierce, especially on this podcast. But he fans, boy, y'all really hate Paul Pierce, man. You know, you know what's funny? Like how I feel about Paul Pierce as a Heat fan. I don't hate him. I just, I can't I, stand like that, as a man. Heat fan, I don't hate him. I more can't stand the fact that like he thinks. I don't like. His thought of himself. (laughs) I don't like the way he thinks things went in Boston. Bro, y'all did not beat the Heat. Y'all could not beat the Heat. And y'all never dominated the Heat. So, like, once we ran him out, it was like, all right, I kind of got all that Boston hate out of my system. Because I had to hate him because they hated us and they wanted to stop Braun and nobody liked LeBron and nobody liked Miami. Cool. But once we showed them that, like, all right, y'all really can't beat us. Let's keep it there. It became like, all right, we don't really got to hate them that much, right? And let's be real. That's why I hate the Raptors now. You won <laughs> one ring, one ring, fam. Thanks. One. Like the Raptors. <laughs> all right, so it sounds like who's Miami? Like, who's y'all, like, villain? Like, who who do y'all hate? Right now? I'm just saying, like, overall. Just as, just as like, the announcer. I mean, or someone growing just who, up, growing up, I do. Yeah. I, 
I do very much dislike those two Boston Celtics teams. Like 2012 and 2013 Boston teams, I fucking hate them. Is there anyone individually? But like Paul Pierce. Uh, Jason Terry, for sure. No, my <laughs> Jason, Jason Terry. Terry. <laughs> yeah. Jason Terry. Uh, and it's weird. The Paul Pierce is like I like his game, but I hate him no. as a player. I, I, bro, whenever we had to I play Boston, his game, though, his mm-hmm. game real smooth, man. Smooth it's hard game. to deny it. He's clutch too. He was a great player. All time I'm not better den- than Dame Lillard, Paul Pierce. No. No. Oh no. The accolades. That's a good one, right? If Dame get put a, it on the pole, Guillermo. <laughs> Shout out Dan Levitard. Yo, Dan, I ain't gonna lie. That's a good question because right now, Damian Lillard is breaking basically all like Portland's like yeah like, franchise like Paul franchise Pierce records. is one of the biggest in but well no if you put him next if you put him next to a few Boston players uh, but Boston Pierce? has so much history that's yeah that's what I'm saying Paul Pierce don't look that Boston was built Boston was a, a team like seventy five years before the Blazers no disrespect I mean no he is a top three player in that franchise's history I'll give him that wow but top three Bill Russell. He played with them for a Larry while. Bird, he does have a lot of accolades. No, no, you got to put you got to put Paul Pierce over KG. Because well, he yeah. was there Boston long history. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's history. Yeah, he's history, was because he was with Boston long before KG. It's history. Came yeah. KG, not right. not a uh, what's this guy's name? Damn, what's his name? I would say I would say Larry, Bill, and then Paul. In my opinion, uh, it's hard to go Bill after Larry in a sense. I will, I will probably go with Bill Larry. Like, it's just because it's just because the the time in which Bill played they in named a trophy after him. I understand that, but you have to look at the competition. I feel like that there's he played another Celtic out there that you can. No, there's this guy. I mean, bro, it's, it's, he's the it's his name Robert Parrish. Yeah, I was about to say that's Parrish and McHale. Parrish, that's what oh, I thought you were about to say yeah. Brian Scalabrini, Danny Ainge, the White Mamba, Danny Ainge. I'm saying these are the these are guys in, in Boston. Brian Scalabrini. That went over my head. All right, we're going deep. I know into it, 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 it's a Celtics. It's not the Red Sox. So All right, what else? I'm uninterested. What else we got with basketball? Um, oh, you know what we got. With Shout basketball? out the Heat. Yes, two zero lead. Yeah, we can get into as that. y'all listening, which we appreciate y'all for listening. Whoever is listening, shout out to Russia. Shout out to what was the other Ukraine? Ecuador. Was it Ukraine? Oh, Ukraine. It was Shout Ukraine. Out Shout Ukraine. out Ukraine. Um, we're up 2-0 we play on Saturday I'm not sure I think we got the 3 3 o'clock game I'm not sure though um, I like it Jimmy Butler in the playoffs if I may start by saying has just been a different player right one he's hitting the 3 two he's just so in the moment right now and focused and zoned in on, on getting each win that I can see that he's taking this playoff as game by game. Like, I can just feel it. Now, another big piece, Mr. Goran Dragic, Spostra just doing what he does best and line up, playing with these lineups and knowing what's going to fit best at the right time. Spostra goes with the Dragic start for the playoffs. And, I mean, Beautiful. we saw game one how him and Jimmy closed it out in the fourth quarter. And then today, you know, Goran Dragic was feeling himself again. So, what are what are some of y'all takeaways? I don't know if you, I know Justin. You kind of missed the game today because 
you were at work. But by the way, if y'all missed six of seven from three, if I'm not mistaken, or seven from eight, yeah, seven Robinson. for eight for Duncan Dunk. Robinson. How so, new playoff heat record? How much appreciation y'all he got? He started for, six of six though. How much appreciation y'all got for Kelly Olynyk? A lot. Y'all do? Yeah. I watch him and I'd be like, yo, he's very. I'm. I'm I've always been a fan of Kelly. Kelly Olynyk and um, Crowder. Facts. I've always been a fan of Crowder too. Like w- watching him play on other teams. And they both came from Boston. Yeah. You see that culture? I <laughs> whatever, bro. <laughs> but go ahead. No, nah, I be watching this shit, and um, yeah, I ain't gonna lie. It's just threes, bro. Picking rolls and threes. I'm yeah, not but, saying I'm not saying that as a hater. I'm just saying no, like, no, no. It's, it's crazy how y'all like are like how we set it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the thing is, the ball movement is so underrated for Miami that and the movement without the ball too. We get touches. We get so many touches per possession, per player that it's like. I don't blame the defense for being, you know, out of position at times because the one thing is that the Pacers are always going to play defense and they're going to play tough defense. That's why this series, I feel like, is just a tough series, not where we spoke about this, not where it's going to be a six, seven game series. It could go five. It should be a sweep, especially at this point. But I could see why each game is going to be something that you have to really, really dig out for because the Pacers are going to come with defensive pressure and they're going to be in the right spots. That'll save them on offense a little bit. But that, they don't have enough. That Pacers shit is done. on offense. Oh, the Depot don't want to play. That Pacers shit is done. I'm going to be honest, yo. You can tell, right? Man, that shit don't want to play. That shit is unmotivated. You can just look at that shit and just be like, yo, they don't want to play. Malcolm Brogdon, like, he's the only one that's just like, yo, I got a few contracts. I got, I got a few years left on my contract. I'm going to just play this one out. Listen. Know? T.J. Warren. Hmm. <laughs> hey. Right there. Also. Justin, go ahead with the heat, man. They are they are a different team with Sabonis on the floor. I'll, I'll, I will admit that. And and it's and it's showing. I mean, he, he was an all-star for a reason. Yeah. And that is that throughout the, the season, that's been an interesting uh, matchup for Bam. And it really does create a lot for them. So I will say, I will give them credit in that. And they're very well coached by I'm him. I'm not up to date. Well, what's his injury looking like? I think he has plantar fasciitis, which is a foot injury. So he's he's out. out. Yeah, he's out. But um, yeah, I mean, Miles Turner is is a big guy in himself, but Bam is a quicker guy. Bam is the more athletic guy. He's disappointed. The dynamic between Miles Turner and Sabonis, where you know you're gonna have to kind of bang a little more with Turner, whereas with Sabonis, he's a little more finesse. He's strong too. He can get his rebounds. Yeah, he's sneaky strong. Yeah, he, he he's got some grown man strength and. Bam Adebayo, like you said, he, he finds tricky matchups between the both of them. I think if it was just a bonus, no Miles Turner, and he didn't have to kind of fight both of them, it would be a little better. But, I mean, I think throwing both of them or having the luxury at least to try to throw both of them at Bam. How y'all looked against them all season? Like, was it close games? Y'all blew them out? Uh, we played, I think, a few close games. I think we played a few close games. but It's always like that when the we one play the Pacers. T.J. Warren, we, we won that shit. But there was one after it was before that. There was one before that that we had. A, I think Dragic might have hit a clutch shot at the end versus Indiana, if I'm not mistaken, one of those games. But nonetheless, 2-0 lead. I'm looking forward to a sweep. Jimmy and Bam leading the way. Bam has to stay out of foul trouble, and mm-hmm. Jimmy has to just keep attacking, keep attacking, keep attacking. That's what the sweeps at? What the sweeps at? Let's call the sweeps out now. Who's getting swept? Pacers getting swept. Yeah. Nets getting swept. Nets getting swept. 76ers getting swept. I see. Yeah. 
Seventy Sixers getting swept. Seventy Sixers getting swept. Yeah, they look like they gave up. While we on the Seventy Sixers, real quick, I just want to throw something out there. You know how we have the just players that's just their list. Yeah. Oh boy. I think we have another addition. Ooh. Mm. What the fuck is Tobias Harris doing? Wow. <laughs> you oh. just you just called out a max player. Yeah, I know. That's sad. What the oh. fuck is he doing? Nobody. I promise you. Throughout this whole like drama of like Ben Simmons injured it. Nobody has said his name. Yep. He's not anywhere. And people are talking about like, yo, uh, Joel and B still need help. Like, yo, if Tobias Harris actually played like a max player, they would probably like be doing a whole they lot would at better. Least be able to win one. That game. is a very fair point because when you watch they, them, you forget have, that they have Tobias Harris. They still have Al Harford too. That I knew. Okay, so I'm not trying to say he's gonna come in there and do like some crazy shit. No, but yeah, no. Guy, you feel me? But the thing with that, see. When they signed him, I already knew that that dynamic wasn't going to work. Because Al Horford is a true five. And Al Horford is not coming off the bench. It's not getting paid to come off the bench. And they try to force him in at the four. And it's I don't understand why you would have him at the four, who is a paint player. You have Embiid, who, yeah, can but not really stretch the floor like you would like him to. Dominates in the paint. And then you already have Ben Simmons, who caused... It just didn't make, like, there's no spacing. That never made sense. And so, and Brent Brown is trying to do everything he can to hold on to his job, which he's definitely going to get fired. I'm happy you brought that up because that's a problem right there. But that's, I ain't going to lie, he got to go. He got to bounce. Like Who, he Brent to, Brown? Yeah, he got yeah. to dip. Like, it's just like Because he doesn't, know, he doesn't know what to do with his team. There, he, there is no identity. He has no idea personnel-wise scheme wise he doesn't know how to coach this team or Embiid for that matter or Ben Simmons it's just it's not yeah it's not working and they need to get him out of there and then I think once they bring in a new coach you give Ben and Embiid one more year to see what their potential can possibly be and if you don't see any results now you gotta put on your big boy pants and make the hard decision so which one you getting rid of at the end of the day... Which I think it's going to come down to that. At the end of the day, what that sounds like is the future, as the Sixers are always talking about and planning for. They can plan for that on their own time. They're going to be doing it soon enough. We got a sweep there or no? Yes. Okay, so real quick. Yeah, if we swap. do have a sweep, Boston goes on and waits for Toronto, who's mm. going to sweep. Who's going to sweep? Well, who's going to sweep in? Boston is going to wait for Toronto, who's going to sweep. Oh, okay, okay, right? okay, okay, okay. They're going to sweep the Nets. So, Gordon Hayward's still going to be out. They're not taking time for these two series to finish, and it's just going to be four weeks that they have to wait, you mm-hmm. know what I mean, for Gordon Hayward to get back, and I think that's going to hurt Boston in that series. But go ahead, Justin. I think Brooklyn can sneak one. You think Brooklyn is sneaking? Oh, I, 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 I see it too. I see it too. I go for. I see it too. I said Boston. The Raptors is a system team. Like it's a system team, but it's so good that if one player Not, can have a big night or like hit like twenty or like somewhere up in there, the Warriors are like. But Brooklyn's been playing well since the restart. They've played more collectively as a unit. So I think I think they can sneak one. I think this is a case of. Indiana, if like if if we're saying the Miami Heat are gonna sweep, then I would truly think that the Raptors are gonna sweep. I know that the Pacers could get one. Mm-hmm. I know that the Nets. I don't know that the Nets could get one, but it is possible. 
But at this point, I feel like down 2-0, I don't know. I feel like, no, nah, the team feels good enough to where it's like, all right, we got them boys 2-0. Like, we're not losing. We're not losing to these boys. So now you're only going to get another gear of the Toronto Raptors, in my opinion, as well coached as they and the Miami mm-hmm. Heat are, to where, all right, we cannot let a team come in here and beat us now. We got the Bucks lost the game. Like, let's show. Like, let's let's play with pride. You know what I mean? I think I think the difference between the both series is, I think, one, when we embarrassed them before the playoffs, I think, and now having them down 2-0, I think we just took the life out of them, to be honest. So I think, yeah, I think they're defeated kind of like how Philly is. But I think Brooklyn is – Brooklyn's that team where they kind of know – they don't really necessarily have a chance, but they're still going to play really well and give you all they have. And I think that's what gives them the edge to be able to sneak one. That's fair. I, I don't see it. Like, they can sneak one. They always go into the crib. They're they trying the crib. to leave. They're trying to leave. They're not trying to win. But, yo, that um, I feel like that Celtics and Toronto series, that's going to be some close-ass games. Yeah, we're going to have we're gonna have uh, bunches, bunches. Milwaukee versus Heat. Mm. Yeah, we do see y'all next series. I'm a, yo. I'm gonna put it like this. Anytime that um, I feel like any, because y'all, I'm not gonna be, I'm not gonna be disrespectful and say we going you four zip. Um, I feel like you can't say that. I'm, I'm not. I'm not gonna be. I'm not no, gonna be rude. What I'm saying is that um, like get that understood. All right, whatever, man. What I was gonna say um, I feel like anytime that y'all beat us in the series, it's gonna be a blowout. Nah. It De- is define blowout. Anytime, I don't know, man. I get what he's saying. Bro, but anytime that we that's play not y'all, the only way. That's not the only way we could beat y'all. That's not the only way we could beat y'all. We could beat y'all in a close, good game. Both teams playing. We, we, yeah, we've, we because we've shown both. Yeah, we've shown but both. But I'm just trying to tell you, Jimmy is different. Duncan, and I want to see who y'all gonna be trying to put on Jimmy. That's what I want to see. Because the way it's looking now, y'all not gonna shoot. And the words, and Jimmy. the words of Doris Burke, we're historically good in the paint. Oh, you guys are great. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. So I, I am interested to see all that, all that like ISO driving shit work. I mean, it worked the first time we played y'all. So, I, but we do have a lot of good ball movement, and Jimmy knows how to draw fouls, as I mentioned. So that's the reason why I'm saying it will be a blowout because y'all shoot threes and we suck at shooting threes. I mean, we suck at um, defending. The I three. think the most interesting dynamic in that matchup would be the coaching again, Boone holds over Spo. I think that would be the the chess match between them two. Is kind of what I would look forward to. Yeah, in that because. Matchup. Uh, but Bud is gonna have to figure out how the fuck we gonna get uh, Giannis open. I mean, same thing with Brad Stevens and, and Nurse. I think that would be a very interesting right. dynamic. But yeah, if Gordon Hayward's not back for that se- that series, then it's not. So I got a question. Just being based off the bubble, like this is more based off of you know the NBA bubble life. What do you guys think is better, having more time off? Or kind of playing straight through. Playing straight through, I think you get everybody fresh. You get everybody like in the like best basketball. You get everybody like mentally, like I'm mentally here on the court. Right. Yeah. Like I hear all that shit Jalen Brown was talking about, but <laughs> nigga, we we hear the ball. Like niggas know what you here for. Exactly. You, you got a job shit, and you here. making mad money. Yeah. Facts. And you knew what you signed up for. So hey, if you ain't if you ain't got it, fam, hey. Not everybody built for it, but well, I mean, but even LeBron said like it's a different dynamic, which it is. It is a different dynamic to, but to be away from be, from your family. It's uh, 
it ain't time to be complaining about that, bro. You got to be locked in. I don't think he's necessarily complaining. I think he's just being real. I think he's just being honest. Don't LeBron yes. black out on social media like every playoffs? Yeah. He's, yeah, but he said he's not doing it this year because he said he can't afford to, being away from his mom that. and his kids and everything. He said he can't afford to do it this year. So he said he wasn't going to black out this Man, year. He got a phone. Call his phone. <laughs> Fam, <laughs> they be locked up in the room all day. You ain't going to pull up. Instagram or Twitter. Yeah, you know, yeah, just laying you're in dead. bed. Yeah. Yeah, you ain't trying to play video you games. You sitting just like this. You, you sitting. Braun not trying to play Madden all night with his with his boys. So, so y'all want to uh, y'all want to fly through the NBA draft lottery before we get to NFL? Oh. <laughs> want to fly through it? Poor Knicks. Let's stop at eight. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Knicks. Shout out to our boy. Look, shout out to Sean. It is with deep condolence. You know what? Listen. I think that the best thing happened to the Knicks this year was them getting Leon Rose. Because if anybody is going to attempt to try to make something work out of this, I'd say, you know, good thing you have him. That that's This is the best I could come up with. I mean, uh, so let's just fall through it real quick. Who y'all th- who's going number one? Who's going two? Who's going three? I know the Knicks kind of uh, shout out to him. I mean, let's just this definitely proved that what Adam Silver tried to prevent is working because he was trying to stop that whole mentality of sucking. Yeah, let's let's suck Fish to shots. to get the lot. Yeah. That's not gonna work no more. You you gotta be competitive. Yo, Golden State could come through and fuck everything up though. But like they they have like they got a lot of power in their hands. Cause if you think about it, Golden State is still a pretty good team if they yep. come back next year. Like so, imagine they could. Oh, for sure. They, yeah, they could got trade, the best point guard in the league. They could trade that. Uh, they could trade that pick off, or they can just draft that. Uh, See, the only problem with that with trading it is, like I said, one, if they do trade it, most likely uh, Wiggins would be packaged with that deal and some other you know other players. And two, they would be receiving either a big or an, another wing in return. So when you look at it like that. But you need elite. That's what I'm saying. So when you look at it, who is out there that is up for trade? Like what team has a big like that or a wing like that that they're willing to trade? It's not like, you know, it's obviously up. last year Anthony Davis didn't want to be there. So you're not really hearing about any players that are unhappy with their situations that want to be out. It's a, it's a shit, shit ain't, uh, I mean, from my observation, shit isn't pretty, shit yeah, isn't Yeah, but would you cool want to see Gobert so. play with those guys? I mean. I'm not I'm not saying it wouldn't defending. work, but. I mean, you talk about an elite big, defending. That's mm, about it. I think that his offense nah, slows it down too yeah. much. Too much. And he's not, so I you? mean. That's he tries to, to run the floor. It. I don't think Golden State has to force it. I think if they make the right just, draft pick, they yeah. could just keep their future going. I mean, they should. They could just draft the big. Wiseman is a yeah. That's what I, that's what I'm thinking. I think honestly, I think they are gonna try and look at options to see who wants to shop who. But I think they'll obviously be perfectly fine with drafting Wiseman. Uh, I guess. Uh. I guess we'll have more information next week. We come back to record. Yeah, but off off the top of my head, my you know quick top three, I would have Anthony Edwards to Minnesota at one, Wiseman at two, and then you got Lamelo going to Charlotte at three. Oh, that's nasty. I ain't gonna front. Hey, in two K, I did a season and Lamelo went to Charlotte. So 
They was trying to say something. All I know is this is all I can say Devontae for certain. There's only one thing I can say for certain. That LaMelo to the New York shit, dead it. Yeah. Oh, I'm sad though. I wanted I wanted to see I did him too. go to New York. I would love to see Melo in New York. I'm not going to lie. When I seen that they called Knicks at eight, my first initial reaction, I was like, oh, they got another pick, right? For them to get this low, they must have another pick. Oh my god! Then they showed Leon Rose. Before we get off, uh, before we get off basketball, I do want to say those Space Jam's jerseys are ugly. Nah, I think you hate it. I probably am. I don't but think they're ugly. they're like fire, but I don't think they're ugly. I think they're you know what it is though? Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I think they're twenty twenty, but I think you're comparing them to exactly. the nineties. Virgil, do you think Virgil designed them? No, he been fucking over a lot yeah, of shit. He be going hard. <laughs> I mean, that's it with basketball. We want to start out with uh, NFL. Look, with shout Washington. out to the yes, shout out to the <laughs> Washington football team, and I guess this would be one of the most positive things that Dan Snyder has ever done in his career as owner, as a human the, being. Yeah, as a human being. So, dumbass nigga. This is Jason Smith, correct? Uh, his name is Jason Wright. Yeah, Jason, Jason Wright. Wright. Look at that. Jason Wright, the first. <laughs> get it right. Yeah, and and I do have to. Jason, put get it right. Ooh. Oh, I do have to put respect on that because that is the first African American historic hired at that position, team, team president. president. And um, it's it comes at a time where you know you can question the the genuine meter on this, but at the end of the day, like I said, is. The fact that he's getting the opportunity is a big step nonetheless, no matter how anybody wants to look at it. And it also pushes the envelope for others in his position or others trying to get in his position to be looked at because he has an opportunity to step up for um, you know, the African-American community and show that we do deserve the opportunity. Because when we spoke about the fact that there aren't a lot of african-american coaches in the league and there aren't any team presidents that are african-american there only are maybe a handful of uh african-american gms you look at this guy right here getting hired and as a former player too he's the first former player as a president so he's made big history now it's always been african-americans don't have the opportunity to succeed it's not that they always get the opportunity and don't succeed so once we start seeing this, um, hopefully open doors for other owners and, and other teams to see, you know, sucks to say it, but hey, it can work maybe, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. finally. So shout out to Jason. Get it right. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so, Fucking, um, wait, hold up. Uh, what about the, uh, damn, Washington is on our uh, list a lot. You was going to say something about Jason, right? Yeah, I was gonna add a little something. Oh, yeah. Well, up, first, first of all, I wanted to uh, say, uh, wishing Ron Rivera mm. all the best. He uh, got diagnosed with uh, lymph node cancer. He said oh, it's in the early right. stages, and it, it does look very uh, treatable and curable. But still, you know, wishing him all the best. You know, health, and. I mean, Julian said a pretty good amount on it. So all I'm going to say is, when it comes to Jason Wright, it sucks. And I hope that he can, you know, use this advantage. And he, he's, you know, have no reason not to think that he can use this to his, you know, full advantage and really help turn this franchise around and put them in a good direction. 
but it does have, especially coming off of what they're coming off right. of, it does just have that very for the for the cameras feel. Just it looks right, trying to get back in the good graces look. So it's kind of like uh, it's like with it with the right exactly with, yeah. you take it like that. So what I was saying in the beginning, as far as you're going to question the the genuineness of it, if you will, it's like this is amid a rape allegation on your team, somebody on your team. This is amid uh, ongoing, finally yeah ongoing come out of women saying that people in the owners camp. Have sexually assaulted. This is after you've that's major filed to change your name because it's a racially insensitive mm-hmm. slogan in a sense or, or name or whatever. Um, so right now, in the midst of all this, you go and make history by making the first African American and the first former player to be a team president. And he is in a very odd situation in the sense that. Right now, this team is in such a bad eye in the media, mm-hmm. such a bad eye, but they have the chance to go from this to, like, literally great. So, with the Chase Young draft pick, that's big to their franchise. They're also going to have a great draft pick this year, this coming up year. Um, and I know that the, the Dwayne Haskins thing, they kind of missed. They could have missed. We'll see if that can work itself out but they do have a young like they do have some young pieces and they're going to keep having young pieces for a little bit Mm -hmm. so that they can make things kind of look at okay let's look at the great switch of things right we're moving on from that chapter letting him Jason Wright flip to this one and he's doing great now or he's doing good enough All right, now Washington is on the rise right so it it works but like it is that like hey but we'll take it we'll take it fuck them that's what I was saying. Fuck it. Straight up. <laughs> Good point. Good point. I mean, what else is in there? Nah, in the NFL, hey, it's um. Oh, but let's up. let's let's stay in Washington real Go quick. Ahead. I mean, he's not with the team anymore, but. Oh. Uh, oh, I don't have all the details. If you want to kind of show wait, what happened? Hey, Darius guys. Yeah, the Darius oh, guys. Yeah. Mister ACL. I got, you want me to read it off? You got yeah. it? Yeah, go ahead, read it off. Uh, two women alle- uh, allegations that, you know, the running back raped them in college in 2006. Were shared with, and it was shared, sorry, whoa, 2006, 2016. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo, my man's been at it for a minute. Yo, yo get him out of here. Was, uh, missed his rookie year like last year. <laughs> they were shared with at least two LSU coaches and an athletics administrator and nurse. Yet LSU does not appear to have investigated. investigated them, which is pretty sick. And uh, like I said, I don't have all the details or any really. I don't. I don't really like to keep up with things like rape allegations when it comes out. Like I'll see the headline and I'll kind of just. I, I'm a judge. It. I'm a human, so I'm a mm-hmm. judge it regardless. But I also look at both sides. Like off we know. Rip, so we know when shit is real. Yeah, but you also don't know when it's fake sometimes. So I don't know if he's guilty. I don't know if the school actually. No, what was... I mean, when I mean say shit is real, man, like it's serious. Right, right. It's like right. they start investigating. So it. when they say that the school was notified and they ignored, that's when it gets like, all right, you can't defend that. Mm-hmm. Like you can say innocent until proven guilty for the gentleman, and it sucks to be able to say that because for a woman, you don't know how she feels or what she went through. So it's like 
it's a very sensitive thing. And right. I always side with the woman first on that and then kind of go whether that's wrong or right, but that's just my moral in a sense or my natural mm-hmm. instinct to go with. But as a judgmental human, yeah, we're going to read that and be like, yo, that that's sick, bro. And LSU, we can't defend you because if you were told and nobody said nothing, then then hey, you know, so whether he did it or not, yeah, it, that that just makes everything times ten. So I'm gonna I'm gonna just wait for more details to come out. This is gonna be a while before things yeah. really clear up. No, I agree. I just kind of wanted to shed a little light on it for, for the sure. simple fact of Washington. like you like that and like how you just said Washington coming off the back of all these allegations and, you know, these stories coming out. And now this, uh, I think that a lot of times, and it's been proven a lot this year that some things just don't need to be normalized. And I think that happens way too often where things just kind of get talked about to the point where it becomes normal. And I don't think it should be like that. So... Just want to kind of shed yeah. some light on that. Staying in the um, NFC East, though, training camp has started. Mm. Padded practices are underway. It feels weird because I'm like, you go on Instagram or Twitter, and you see a video of your team practicing, and it's like, wait, right like out there, they showed up, everybody tested, everybody's cool. Like, I know, I do that every just, time. I'm on Instagram and I look at the Dolphins' feed. I'm like, is this from last year? Like, it just went the, so fast. like is this happening now? Who was out there throwing? But staying in the NFC East. Um, the Cowboys, right? The Cowboys just lost a key piece, Jared McCoy, for the year with the torn quad. And I think that that's a very big loss, in my opinion. Like, Not only did they lose him for the year, they lost him off the team. Yeah. I yeah, mean, they cut his they ass. They cut his ass. You wouldn't care for him next year. Like, he could have did a lot of damage this year, you know, and he's still toward the end of his prime, I'll say. And, hey, you you lost out on that and you and you also now have to rely more on your edge where yeah. Alden Smith, who, you know, we haven't seen him play since what was it, twenty sixteen or so? I believe so. So it's like it's just more pressure on the D line and, and this is where they were like kinda hoping for it to have like a good front seven. Yeah. And and be they didn't get Jamal Adams, right? So mm-hmm. I don't know. I think that Gerald McCoy is a very good D tackle. Yeah. Like we can't we can't underestimate that. So I think losing him is pretty tough. I don't know if you guys think so. No, I no, I do too because I love it. <laughs> what? I said I love it. That's just you sick. <laughs> As an Eagles fan. Philly no, I think <laughs> shout out to Philly. With, with this year, I don't see I mean they did an initially sign him to a three year deal. And with the way this year has is going with so many people opting out. I don't I don't know why it was such a rush to kind of pull the trigger. I mean, I think it was only 3 years, 18 million initially. So I don't know why there was such a quick trigger to just release him. I mean, you still would have got two more seasons. And not only that, but you could have had a very interesting dynamic, and I guess it's also within the same reason why they felt comfortable letting him go bringing in an Everson Griffin. Right. But yeah, so I but that's also I'm looking at it from the aspect of you got Everson Griffin on one edge, you got Lawrence on the other edge, and then you can bring a veteran interior rush. Maybe not this season, obviously, but next season. 
That would have been, and then you got two stud, you know, young linebackers. That could have been very, yeah, very interesting. Like, hey, I mean, we wanted that this year, and you don't know what plans are in store for next year. You know what I mean? Like, that's true in, in that aspect. So they did it for a reason, and and I don't blame them because once you see an injury like this, I mean, he never played a snap for us. Yeah, we'll never know what Jared McCoy could have been for the Cowboys. I mean, hey, but. Um, it, it does suck, and I think this time of year sucks because you know this is where you're going to start seeing those practice injuries that no no contact, and it's it's going to happen. It happens every year, but we're not going to experience preseason, so we're mm-hmm. going to jump straight into week one, and and hopefully the Which most players weird. are going to be as available. Yeah, it's going to start and just be like, all right, that was game one. We're zero and one now, like or, or we're one and zero. That's lit. It's going to be dope, but it's definitely going to be the first four weeks. We're going to feel like. Oh shit! We're a month in the season, and like, yeah. you know, we gotta, yo, we gotta win. So that's gonna be another dynamic to the NFL season this year. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And then, as far as fans, like, you know, some teams are gonna permit some fans. And shout out to, shout out to, um, shout out to. No, I'm gonna take that shout out back because they don't deserve a shout out. Fuck y'all. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look. Before we get into our last topic, because I want to jump into some baseball, right? But speaking of baseball, Justin copped the Yankee shirt. I'm a Red Sox fan. You know that. James doesn't have a team. But it's a nice shirt. It's a World Series shirt. It's a vintage shirt. And it, it's celebrating. What year is that? What 96. Year? Celebrating their 96 championship. And, and at the end of the day, a World Series is a World Series, so I'll put some respect on that. I asked him where he got it. He told me he got it at Sunshine Vintage Club. Sunshine Vintage Club is a vintage online shop where you can get signed jerseys, snapbacks. Figurines. They're going to start doing probably posters. They're going to start doing towels. They're going to have vintage everything that has to do with sports and even pop culture. I have seen an old Buzz Lightyear shirt in there. An old Batman shirt in there. And the prices are even fair. Like, I know we got our, you got your Bull shirt. You already got another shirt here. I got my Kobe shirt. I'm, I'm about to grab something. I'm always looking. I'm always I'm always waiting to see what drops. So those who want to go on SunshineVintageClub.com and check it out, you can get 10% off extra using the code ATSPOD10. So make sure to check them out on Instagram, Sunshine Vintage Club, on Twitter, Sunshine Vintage CLB, and online, again, www.sunshinevintageclub.com. Get you 10% off, ATS Pod 10, promo code, and you're going to be right. So since we were talking about the MLB with the Yankees, let me talk about MLB and if not the hottest player mm-hmm. in the game right now. Tatis. Shout out to Fernando Tatis Jr. He took a lot of heat this week. He took a lot of criticism. And all he did with that noise was improve his play. Which is crazy to think of. So, the story goes, for those who don't know, there are what they call unwritten rules in baseball. Right? Um... There's cardinal sin in baseball. They use these terminology. Cardinal sin. Can't get the last out at third. You, you don't 
you know what I'm saying? You don't steal third with two outs. Like, all this. Yeah, yeah. So, the unwritten rule in this case that there was a discrepancy was if you're up big in a game and there's a 3-0 count, you don't swing. It's equivalent to the NBA world where when you're up at the end of the game, you dribble out the clock, you don't try to shoot a three mm-hmm. and get an extra score. Like, who was it? Was it Jamal Murray and Kyrie Irving threw the, ball, <laughs> threw the ball in the stands, I think, when he got mad. So, Tatis has a 3-0 count. Bases loaded. They're down. I think I think the team was down. The team they were playing was down like seven runs in the eighth or so. I think he got a bunt sign uh, or a take your pitch. Sorry, take your pitch sign from the from the uh, third base coach. And he swung anyway. He saw it down the middle. He couldn't resist it. He knows he has a pop in his bat. And he hit a grand slam. So after the game, I mean during the game, let's not even go too far. During the game, the Rangers manager, it was the Texas Rangers. Mm-hmm. Their manager expresses his displeasure. The manager for the Padres is a former Texas Rangers guy. Mm-hmm. So he kind of like sided with and 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 didn't really have his back and hold up Tatis in this in this situation post game. So during the game, Manny Machado comes up the bat and they throw behind him. Right after. So it's like a fuck you move. Like, we're yeah. going to hit you. They didn't hit him, but they threw behind him. And it was clear that it was like, you know, trying to retaliate. So after the game, they asked the Padres manager, you know, what he thought about it. And he said, you know, he thinks it was kind of immature. I'm not going word for word, but basically that it was immature. And, you know, he, he had the sign. He didn't take it, but he'll learn from it. It wasn't nothing like, you know, they reprimanded him or, or he, he said something like he deflecting Tatis or, or putting him down, but he didn't just go ahead and stick with his guy and say, I mean, listen, let's be real. It's a 3-0 count. We're playing professional baseball. You guys are losing by seven. If we take a walk here or strike out here and you guys score six runs in the next inning and then score two runs and you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. this unwritten rule shit is, is so out of line and out of date, I'll say. Very, yeah, I was about to say very out of out date. Out of date. Because there should never be a rule, especially one that's not even written, that's telling you to take your foot off the gas. If this was a World Series game or a playoff game at that, they would not be nobody yeah. would say on a 3-0 count, don't swing because it's disrespectful. So... Especially in 2020 where the season is as short as it is and every game counts for as much as it does. Mm -hmm. You don't even know if you're going to play every game scheduled because of this coronavirus. You want me to let off of the gas pedal because we're up big? I got stats to fill and I also have a game to win and and, and I have have to be sure we're going to win this. And not only that, but my my thing when I... I, read it and was thinking about it. So you basically mean to tell me if I'm Tati's, I understand it's three Oh, okay. Bases loaded. All right. But if I see a pitch that I like, and I know this is my pitch, I'm going to just let it go. What sense does that make just to let it go? Just because it's three Oh, 
I don't, I don't, I don't get that. And I mean, like, sound like niggas are sore losers. It, it's it's <laughs> one of those cases where it's like you, entitlement because, yo, honestly, you guys should have not have gotten yourself seven zip, bases loaded, three zero count. Yeah. No outs or whatever the case is. Like you put yourself in that predicament. Exactly. You better get yourself out of there or wait till your fucking pitching coach comes out and says, "All right, we're taking you out. We got the bullpen." Like. There's no way that anybody should be mad. So what Tatis does the next day after he gets the reactions on Twitter where everybody supported him saying you don't have to apologize because he did issue an apology and he said that he understands how the game should be played and that and third and learn from it. He shouldn't have said none of that. And everybody was defending him saying that he shouldn't have had nothing to say like that. Uh, he goes and steals third in the very next game and, and basically says fuck you to everybody else. I loved it. Opinion. I loved it. And ever since that game where he hit the 3-0 Grand Slam and everybody took count to it, the Padres have hit Grand Slams in four games straight. Oh, my God. Even Eric Hosmer hit a Grand Slam who's been struggling all year, but he's a Broward County boy. He went to American Heritage. Shout out to Eric Hosmer. I think the future of baseball is looking, looking awfully good, I think. Acuna, Trout, Judge, Tatis. Yeah. I mean, that alone right there. Yeah, exactly. I was about to say. Mookie. Mookie. Oh, of course, Mookie. Mookie. Bellinger. Mookie Chris Betts. Bryant. These are some young guys that, that ooh, man. Harper. Harper still. You can put him in there. Gary G- Cole. Geo. We're going to let that one simmer. We'll let that one simmer. See what he can do. Vlad Jr., possibly. You know what I mean? So, but yeah. What, what's good, y'all? Let's, let's. Any kudos? Is? Hold on, hold on, hold on. So. I didn't watch Hard Knocks, y'all. y'all we got to watch Hard Knocks so we can yeah. talk about it. Ooh, watch shit. episodes one and two. No, we'll watch one, two, and three by Thursday. Facts. So, That's real quick, on. real quick. Y'all know UFC is my bag. So. Out of nowhere. Now, granted, John Jones has voiced his opinion, and so have a lot of other fighters. Uh, Mr. Gamebred, Masvidal, did voice his opinions on what he thought he was worth, and that's what held up the fight with Usman initially. And Jones was kind of like one of the first to say, hey, you know, this is what I'm worth. I need to be getting, you know, making this much, you know, I'm dominant, which he is. He is by far the best light heavyweight I've ever seen. He's the best fighter I've ever seen. And he decided that he wanted to officially relinquish, vacate the light heavyweight championship. Now, there is speculation and I hope it's not just speculation that he is eyeing one Stipe Miocic and wants to move up to heavyweight and get that belt. I would love to see that every day. Yeah, hopefully. Monday through Friday. That would be good. Give me that, please. Justin, I just held back from a joke. I'm going to wait till we're done recording. I'll share it. But that one, that one couldn't. That one. <laughs> Good catch, good catch. Yeah. No, but I ain't gonna lie. I love John Jones, but fuck, bro. Like, get it together, dog. Yeah. 
Facts. That's all I'm worried about. Your life, bro. <laughs> like, fuck your fighting. We know how good you are, bro. Get it together, fam. Keep a Be belt. better for the community, bro. Keep a belt. Be better every for time the you community. get one, you just lose that shit. No, don't get me wrong. Like, for... And I was one of those guys as a UFC fan who, especially after the fight where he beat DC, come to find out that he tested positive. I don't remember exactly for what. I think it was actually Viagra. And that fight ended up being a no contest. After that, I was kind of like, you know, I don't, I don't even want to see Jones fight anymore because it's just one thing after the other, after the other. After but the other. After, after the, the other, other, right. But I can't deny the man's talent. I mean, the man has only lost because but he beat that's himself. The thing. It's not def- denying his talent. It's just. Giving him chance after chance after chance to, to kind of like keep your respect. It's just like, as a human, like the man's a dick. At some point, you got to stop. The man's man. a dick. Like, and, and whether it's him being that or it just being, it just overcoming him, mm-hmm. it is what it is. Yeah. But that's what you are. And I think that you need to focus on that as much as you want to focus on a Stipe Miocic or on a championship belt. Like, and this is not a joke. That's that's for real. Because I mean, bro, like the, the bro since two thousand what twelve, how much shit has this man been getting into? Yeah, like Dana, the fact that he's still able to fight for a championship belt, bro, that shit is crazy. Like the normal human being would yeah. probably be in jail still for something, or something. But it, well, it's because of he's gonna he oh he's gonna draw. Crowds, he's gonna draw an audience because it's John Jones, and right. people know, yeah. and especially UFC, money, yeah. even if not just UFC fans, people that just kind of you know know UFC a little bit or MMA, you know the name John Jones, and you know that he's going to dominate. So, they, they, at the end of the day, like I can't fault Dana because Dana knows it's a business decision, but at the end of the day, Dana has also shown in the same breath that. It'll Dana go. Be, it'll, it'll go on. Danny be with the yeah, UFC Dana, will go Dana on. Be with, yeah, but Danny be with that fake tough shit with John Jones getting in trouble. Yeah, we're not doing business with John Jones right now because he's got mad good fights coming up. And then it's like, all right, yo, John, what's up? Bet cool. Yeah, well, John messed up again, so we're not doing business with him no more. Yo, John, what's up? It's it's just a revolving door. And I mean, hey, I'm not gonna be mad watching a John Jones fight because, like you said, greatest fighter ever. Why not? And if you're telling me I can watch the greatest fighter ever versus a guy who we watched last Saturday fight a fight a great fight and and also take a bunch of shit, he took some punches. He, they both they were he took slugging. Some punches. And it would have been funny to see how that fight turned out without the eye poke. I understand that Cormier was still way out of shape, like in a sense of versus us. Miocic, because I feel like he was going to have the gas at the end and and Cormier kind of lost it. But having one eye for the rest of that fight since that point, I think did have a big impact on the fight. I just, I think what I would like for Stipe and Nugano to run it back one more time, because I think Nugano has definitely gotten better since that first fight with Stipe. He wasn't ready for that. He's kind of taken the conditioning more serious. He's strung up, uh, Nice win streak, very convincing wins. So I think that would be the fight to make. And then 
John Jones can, you know, fit in wherever, whenever. Like I said, we don't, we don't really know because he's still kind of, you know, holding out on his worth, which I can't fault the man. You know, you only you can, you know, right. know what your worth is or feel what your worth is. I can't tell you how to how to conduct your business. But the UFC will go on. And yeah, it is what it is. And Izzy's going to come and take, you know, the greatest of all time belt. So it doesn't even matter at the end of the day. Hey, listen, man, what y'all got for your shout outs? Who want to kick things off? Well, I'll, I'll, I'll stay in UFC. I'll shout out DC. Man's been doing it for 11 years. That was the last time we will see him fight. That man is a goat in and of his own right. He, you know, conducts himself well in the octagon, outside of the octagon. Uh, one of the best, you know, wrestlers, if not the best wrestler I've seen, and just an overall good dude. Um, knows, you know, MMA like the back of his hand. I, you know, I love watching his his detail on ESPN Plus. So it's gonna it's gonna be. I hope I wish him a very good retirement. I want to see what he has in store, and I hope he keeps commentating fights because he definitely brings a different element to the game. So I wish all the best for DC. Bet. All right. Uh, uh, all right, man. I got some music shit. Shout out Bodie James. New album, the Versace Tapes. You feel me? That shit fire. Um, by the time you hear this, the new Nas will be out. You feel oh, me? Shit. King Disease. Mm-hmm. And uh, yo, rest in peace to Toro Gotti. All day. Every day. For sure, yeah. Check it. <laughs> I got more Mac than Craig and in the bed. Shout out to Fernando Tatis, man. Listen, Facts. the young phenom. After after taking heat from a lot of people, after not having his having had his back from his manager. Now he's leading the league in home runs, eleven. He's leading the league in RBIs with twenty eight. He's mm. leading the league in runs with 23. Mm. And he's leading the league tied for first with six stolen bases. So, I mean, listen. He's 22 years old, 21 years old. And he's taking this league by storm. We saw flashes last year. This is like the Patrick Mahomes type of deal. Where, in a sense, where we saw the flashes at the end of last year type shit. And then it just came out the next year and, and it just shocked everyone that it was that consistent. Um, I mean, that's the level he's playing at in the sense of... Y'all heard what I just said. So <laughs> shout out to Fernando Tatis. And hopefully... And that jersey looks gas. Hopefully we're a week closer to James picking a team. The Red Sox are still on the board. But this has been the All Things Sports Podcast. Don't forget to check out Sunshine Vintage Club, vintage online shop. You get snapbacks, hoodies, shirts, jerseys, signed autograph memorabilia, figurines still in the box. All at a great okay. price. So check it out. It's www.sunshinevintageclub.com. Instagram, Sunshine Vintage Club. And on Twitter, Sunshine Vintage CLB. Thank you guys for listening. Back seat, how I like to ride. Two freaks, trampin' inside. Just left the club, now she wanna slide. Nigga keep calling, so she tryin' hide. Big chain, got her eyes wide. Big 
dope, nigga no lie Presidential, monumental She only fuck with you when the rent due I'm trying bag one when I spin through On the grind, getting money's not an issue You know it's the bomb just by the scent Nigga saying he a pimp, but he doing shit that tricks do Lot of bullshit I been through It made me a boss and my whole team official We just sticking to the script Nigga saying nigga down But I promise they don't do it like this About to take another trip Tell my bitch roll another zip And my gang don't slip Smoke trees, count a mil before I dip So much that the bank can't fit She chose up, you can't blame her We in the room high as a skyscraper We came this far, never gon' change up Homie, that's Taylor Straight game, what I give her Big crib, but I made it out of Pittsburgh No time for the fuck shit We pull up, clean as niggas at the function All white bins, looking for some skins Make sure I got room for you plus your friends Straight card, no cash, heard them niggas be simping So them niggas ain't lasting Get a joint and put gas in them niggas Ain't even in my way, I move past them Everything I make classic and niggas be hating, but to me that ain't natural. And it's pay me, fuck you. Smell 2Ks when I come through. I just roll another zip, niggas saying nigga down, but I promise they don't do it like this. About to take another trip, tell my bitch roll another zip. And my gang don't slip. Smoke trees, count a mil before I dip. So much that the bank can't fit. She chose up, you can't blame her. We in the room high as a skyscraper We came this far, never gon' change up Homie, that's Taylor